is happening welcome back to another fantastically wonderful episode of that tattoo show we are here every week streaming everywhere every sunday if you know us you know us if you don't know who we are i'm chris and this is paul all right and we do this every week chatting shit this is the first of the december episodes and there's only going to be three episodes in this month we ask you lovely people if you can give us 200 likes because if you give us 200 likes helps us with the algorithm and all that nonsense and it means that you two push our videos more at the time of making this video we're on like 191 likes so thank you to everyone who's liked it you're fucking amazing every single one of you thank you every single one of you shiny bastards you're all amazing yes but what we want to ask you instead of saving it to the end ask you now we want a million likes on this one <laughs> you can keep that stuff up and get us another 200 likes or up to that point that would be amazing. We asked them for a couple of hundred likes, 191. That's absolutely amazing. Like I think with your performance, how good you are at this, I reckon next year we could bring out a Christmas single and they could probably get us to number one. <laughs> it won't be on Spotify. Well, I did write that country song, didn't I? I wrote that country song. December giveaway. Thanks to all the guys at uh, Barber DTS, uh, particularly Jono, who hooked me up with this. Uh, the only sad thing about this is that Jono had a very specific request. We would only give me the machine if I agreed to do this. So when you head over to the Instagram, you will have to look out for a reel of me wearing either a Santa's hat or a set of reindeer elves while I <laughs> wrap this up as a Christmas present. Otherwise, Jono said he wouldn't give it me to give to you. That is amazing. <laughs> it's not amazing at all. It's fucking rubbish. Fuck it, dress as Santa. <laughs> Go full on, just dress as Santa. I might just get an elf costume or something like that, you know what I mean? Paul it's been a long time like. since I wore a pair of tights. So, um, it was last Wednesday, actually. Uh, so this is going to be our December giveaway. It is uh, Critical Talk. Um, I'm not sure how this bloody thing comes apart. It's absolutely brand spanking new in the box. Great machine as Hasn't well. Hasn't been used by anybody. Really great machine. We worked out last uh, time we spoke about it, this is the 4.2 or 4 mil stroke machine because it's the black one, 4.2. 4.2, um, yeah. So that is going to be uh, somebody's Christmas present. We're going to announce the winner on Christmas Eve. So, on with the comments. The first comment comes from, hang on, I've got to look, Rivetus. Um, great episode as usual in this day and age of algorithms and all the shenanigans that comes with it loving the more on point and direct approach uh, you are embracing recently you two are an inspiration uh, guys keep up the good sheet I think he means shit but he's typing it for that so thanks Yes, the you may have noticed if you've watched the show for a little while that in the last couple of months the um, the editing has changed slightly. Uh, you know, you may not have, but we have been making an effort to um, to tighten the editing up a little bit and have it not ramble off so much. We're trying to keep it on point so that you can um, get the information that you're looking for as quickly as possible. Obviously, it's still got to be a, a conversation. We don't want it to cut it so that it's like a fucking robot voice or anything. But um, we we are doing that. You know, me and Jay, 
uh, Jay edits the show. He's my was my apprentice. He's a tattooer now, but he, he still edits the show. And um, we've been working really hard throughout the last six months of the year to kind of get the format for 2024 the way we want it. So then that takes me on to... I'll let you read a couple in a row, mate, because that kind of takes me on to the second comment from Tyrell Stell. All right, mate. Hello. Uh, it says, to be fair... I could have enjoyed that rambling for a few hours. Um, it's true the world's going to shit because of very few, right? Well, it's funny you should say that. We're going to be doing a less tightly edited show um, and a more rambly show, but we're going to do like a late night show. So we're going to do like, yeah. you know, unedited, you know, uh, or not unedited, but unfiltered, unscripted, all uncensored. that sort of stuff, uncensored. You know, you showed me what you're going to be talking about in the thumbnail. Get to the content, don't fuck around. That's what we're going to be doing. But then for those of you that want to hear us talking absolute cobblers for an hour, we're going to do that late nights, probably once a month to start with and see where we go. Over to you, mate. Okay, so this is off David, David Wrinkling. It says, you, dude, you speak like a champ on camera. Damned greets. Oh, do you know that? Do you know who David Wrinkling is? No. But that's uh, Neon Judas's real name. Might just be a coincidence. My answer to that would be thank you very much. Appreciate that. Three and a half years, four years of practice, you get, eventually, you get good at anything, even if you're rubbish at it to start with, don't you? You know what I mean? Hey, next up, we've got Shaved Monkey 9821. Uh, they've said boss pedals have positive shroud neg in a terminal. Honestly, no idea what the fuck you're on about. So, I know, Paul? I know. Broad brush strokes, it was a guitar pedal. Mate, probably wasn't a boss one then. It was probably a Morley pedal. Who cares? I don't need correcting. It's a broad brush stroke thing. Getting Basically, the point is uh, use a 12 volt power supply on your brother printer. If you don't know this and you've got the standard brother power supply, they run much, much better at 12 volts than they do at 15. And I've always recommended it and I still recommend it even with the 800 series. Yeah, so the next one is something I actually wanted to ask you. Eat B9326. It says, please do a video on shading for left-handers. Is the technique the same? Do you have to hold the machine differently um, to right-handed people? Uh, would be much appreciated. So, Paul, that's what I want to know. Is it the same or is it different? Yes, the technique is exactly the same. and But yes, you do have to um, hold the machine uh, differently. Or you, or you, it's likely that you will hold the machine differently. If you don't hold the machine differently, if you are literally like a mirrored right-handed person, then the technique is exactly the same. For next year, there's a YouTuber that, that both of us follow um, called Peter McKinnon, who's a photography YouTuber. I think he's used to, or he does it still occasionally, I think called Two Minute Tuesday. And I thought, what a great idea, but I'll do it on Instagram and I'll just do uh, a two-minute booth wisdom tip every week. Um, you know, so I've got to get 52 tips for next year. So I'm, I'm currently trying to scribble a list together. But these will be like really practical advice, but also some kind of like not practical advice, but just business advice of ways that you can do stuff. Anything that I've learned from tattooists or stuff that I know that I've passed on to tattooists in a couple yeah. of minutes. And I'm going to do that vertical format for Instagram. I'd probably get put up on my Instagram you know, follow me down there, but it will certainly get shared to the, that tattoo show or it will be the other way around. So I will be answering that. Simple answer is yes, the technique's the same. Uh, and yes, you will hold your machine differently, but I'll demonstrate that from my actual tattoo booth when I'm recording them. So watch out for that. Follow the tattoo show on Instagram or follow me. Either way, you'll see it. And that's what we're doing. And then I've, uh, the next one is a question for you actually, mate. Um, 
So this question comes. Excuse me, I can, my, gra- my glasses won't um, won't focus that far away. Auto focus uh, glasses. Kelly Hassender PH6UN. I don't know. Says I'm training at the moment and enjoying listening to you guys while I study. Uh, you guys uh, have given me such a confidence boost. Thank you. Thank. Glad to help. Uh, my question to you is this. I'm getting as many certificates and training certificates as I can before I apply for my licence. Is there any that you would recommend? I'm in Scotland. I'd also like to say keep up the great work you guys do and thanks for all the laughs, which I'm sure the office next to me can hear. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, we're glad to help and we're glad we make you laugh and we give you some confidence because that's exactly what we're here for. We try. Right? You know, because that's exactly what the show started for and exactly what we carry on trying to do. Um, as it's about certificates and qualifications, uh, I think Chris is the best person to answer this. What what would you recommend getting in terms of qualifications before you apply for I your think licence? First of all, what I would do is contact your local health authority and find out what the requirements are um, because you don't want to get overqualified if you don't need it. Um, so, like, like, say, for example, like, you know, in Wales, we're going to have to do uh, an infection prevention control course, which is with the Royal Society of Public Health. You have to do that and pass that before you get a licence. Um, I know, like, a requirement for us, I don't know if it's the same with you, there must be somebody on site that has, like, a first aid qualification and, and, and stuff like that. Yep. Obviously, in I don't know if they're doing it in Scotland yet, or I don't think they're doing it in England where you are required to have an infection prevention and control course. So I would say if they don't have that as a requirement, it's definitely worth looking into doing some sort of training in infection prevention and control, um, doing some training on wound care because tattoo aftercare is part net medical knowledge and part voodoo because like when I was speaking to somebody about it and they were talking about like how to do proper wound care and I was saying like yeah but you don't do that certain thing with a tattoo because you want to you know you don't want to extract anything you want to keep it in there you know in regards to the pigment um so yeah wound care would be something if you can I don't know if there's any out there but like stuff about like dermatology getting understanding about things like that um but yeah mainly you know find out what your requirements are by your health the local health authority uh before you actually go spending money on doing courses yeah absolutely I mean I before I opened the shop because I didn't really apprentice properly or anything so I wasn't fully um conversant with all all the stuff that I'd need to do the two that I made sure was that I got um, bloodborne pathogens control and uh, and first aid. I'd already got the first aid thing, so I just I wanted to make sure that I'd, I'd got that, or like infection prevention and control and, and that kind of thing. Uh, but I think yeah. you're right, the dermatology one would have been a, good, a really good shout, actually. Yeah, because there's, there's, like, there's a lot of things like, like I didn't know up until a certain point um, that, like, obviously, if you've got people that have psoriasis, you know, I was always told, like, oh, yeah, you know, if you've got somebody that's got psoriasis, don't tattoo near the area. But then, you no, know, doing some research on it, and, and purely because, like, I tattooed somebody that didn't have any signs of psoriasis. They never told me that they've had it in the past. I tattooed them and it caused them to have a flare of psoriasis. So done a bit of research, spoke to a couple of my friends who were doctors and then they were like, yeah, if you, uh, trauma to the skin can cause a flare up of psoriasis. And then I found out the other day, it's like, if somebody has got eczema and they've had an eczema flare up, like you shouldn't tattoo them 
near that because there's bacteria in the skin or on the skin that can cause an infection. So there's like, there's a lot of things like that, that we wouldn't be told by somebody that is apprenticing you because they haven't got that medical background. So it's definitely worth like, you know, looking into dermatology um, and, and just like loads of like CPD, CPD courses that you can do just to kind of like increase your knowledge. Knowledge is power, isn't it? You know, and, and I think, if you're looking to get a license and you know and you've got you, you've took all these little bits of training it might seem like oh i want to try to be a tattooist but i think having that knowledge behind you if a problem happens or a client's got a question about it and you feel like you can answer it knowledgeably it just makes you yeah. feel better and like more like a professional you know what i mean when they go oh, yeah. well how should i look after my tattoo if you can give them most of us learn it over years of of just trial and error but if you can give people a pretty good sort of kind of solid base based on some medical advice some tattoo advice because like chris is saying absolutely right wound care when it comes to tattooing we we kind of do wound care but we do scab management at the same yeah. time and you know and all yeah. that sort of stuff so there is a slight difference but it makes you feel better and more confident I, 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 a good example of of that as well as like not having a, a good understanding. It's like all these ink sack videos that I'm seeing. It's like everybody seems to think that you put the second skin on the tattoo and you leave it on it for five days and you've got people with ink sacks. Every single medical professional that I've spoken to has, has turned around and said, you do not leave it like that. I, when it comes to the second skin stuff, I tell all my clients, um, because uh, I give them, you know, quite extensive advice on how to do it. And the thing that I impress on them is I'm going to give you enough of this stuff that you don't need to worry about running out. Never, ever, ever, and if you're not 100% certain that there is no fluid underneath it, never, ever, ever leave this on for longer than 48 hours. Yeah. Ever. Right? Simple as that. If you're not sure, then, you know, then just take it off and change it. Like, don't take a risk because the what you can get is... Um, cellulitis which can be can be fatal it can kill you you know what i mean and we don't want to be killing our clients it's really bad for business so a couple of other things i was just thinking of now as well and this is not to do with tattooing whatsoever um but i think it's definitely something for people who want to be tattooists to look into doing is courses on marketing and business management and stuff like that good shout good shout it's worth worth knowing worth knowing if you're in the run-up to becoming a tattooist it's always worth getting some business stuff behind you i would also say that um on top of that uh, i would look into learning business software so that by the time you become a tattooist it's not the first time you're opening excel and doing double entry spreadsheets and things like that because that is going to come up in your life you're not going to be able to afford an accountant to do that for you to start with you know you're going to be doing it yourself and if you don't know anything about it, it can be a bit painful. So this, uh, there's a little bit of a story behind this next comment. This is from The Unknown Tattooist. Pretty certain he follows me on Instagram, actually, The Unknown Tattooist. I'm sure I've chatted to him. Um, he says, so if not, hello. Uh, this episode, cheer me up. Cheers, guys. Uh, what make a cool episode is to see how both your works have changed. Maybe we see your first tattoos 15 years ago to what you're doing now. Maybe talk about how and what's helped you. Again, thanks for putting a grin on my face, if uh, only for 40 minutes. So, Chris actually sent me this comment this week and went, we should make an episode. And I went, no, like we shouldn't make an episode. And he said, no, we should, because we should talk about, um, well, you tell him, what did you, what did you want to talk about? Yeah. So 
I didn't want to kind of make an episode where it was like, this is my tattoo that I did like 15 years ago. And this is what my work is like now. And as you can see, I've gotten better because, you know, it is, it, it's going to happen, isn't it? It's going to happen. So, but what I did notice is when I went through my work, because I was like, I thought I, I I had a look and I thought oh, I'll have a look and look through like on my Facebook page where, you know, right back to 2007, you know, when I first started tattooing professionally and started actually documenting my tattoos. <clears throat> but then what I noticed is when I was going through, I could see at certain points where certain tattoos were looking better than others. Yeah. And then, so what I started doing there is like, I was kind of like thinking like, well, what machine, what needles, what inks, what did I use to do that yeah. tattoo? Because, like, how come, say, I don't know, say, like, a tattoo that I did in January 2011 is not as good as a tattoo that I did in March 2011? Yeah. You know, they're, they're both okay. Yeah. But I could see the I could see the difference. Um, but what I found is, like, the tattoos that I did where I think they are, you know, some of my better work or some of my best work, I would say better, best, who cares? Um, they were, those were all done with like the same needle, the same machine, the same inks. And the ones that were done where I didn't like how they turned out, they were done when I was maybe trying out different machines and trying out different inks, changing my needles up. So I, I thought, like, rather than it being an episode where it's like me and Paul going, look how shit we were and look how shit we are. <laughs> it was more of a, you know, it was, it's, it's more case of like, you know, I think what as artists is a really good idea is for us to kind of like, if you want to improve yourself and improve your work, maybe take the time to go through your back catalogue of all the tattoos that you've done. Not just like your favourite ones you've posted. Go through them all and just kind of like have a little look and see if you can kind of see if there's a pattern to what your better ones are compared to the ones you maybe don't like as much. So we, we may in future make uh, that episode and um, come up with a title along the lines of, you know, you know, the, the our favourite machines or the machines that made us or, you know, and all that, or, or you know, I, I said to Chris, based on what he was saying, we could make an episode that was, you know, uh, what your current self could learn from your past self. Uh, and the reason I didn't want to make the, I don't want to make a video about us is that the, that's the kind of content you know, that we've been making for three years, not about us, but about you, right? About answering a question from our frame of reference. But the, the point that I made to Chris is that this show is not about us. It's never been no, about it's us. About you. Right? It's about you lot, right? We started this show for uh, our own mental health for three weeks in yeah. a lockdown. If you've, if you've only just joined us, that's how this show started. It started in lockdown 1.0. Um, and we made this show just because, you know, we, we just needed somebody to talk to and, you know, we, we were the only people around. Uh, yeah. Then during lockdown, we started getting messages from people where they said, please continue after lockdown. You're really helping. And it's really helping me. It's really helped me get through the lockdown. I've had some amazing stories recounted to me about how much we've helped people during lockdown. And it's, it's heartwarming. So we decided to carry on. And that's why we're here three years later with, with all you like giving us 200 likes on a video. You shiny fucking bastards, you. You know, 
Uh, but because the unknown tattooist has asked the question, this will be my answer to it, and it's why there's no point making a video because it would be very short. And like, if you want to see my early work, scroll right to the bottom of my Instagram. Right? If you want to see my latest work, scroll right to the top of my Instagram. Uh, if you do that, what you'll notice is um, I started pretty good, and now I'm fucking great. And it's as simple as that. I just like it's just practice. I'm just fucking great at it now. I was good at it to start with, and now I'm just fucking great. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think I've said this before on the show. If you saw my first ever tattoo, you, your question would be, why the fuck did you even do a second tattoo? Because that first tattoo shows you've got you've got no aptitude for this job whatsoever. It literally looked like Stevie Wonder had done it on a roller coaster. It was fucking awful. Um, but I'm fucking great at tattooing now, but I've had a lot of practice. So there you go. And that's basically that story. I don't... I personally uh, don't like making... The, the show about us I think the show is it's always been about you like it's always been about everybody else that's watching we're just the two idiots talking we're merely the conduit for the information and you're the show really I mean this whole fucking show is about you you know it's about it's your comments you. yeah. and, and all of that and uh, the more we do stuff like this, the more I enjoy it. The more I'm amazed when I can I can say to you, hey, let's see if we can get a couple of hundred likes. If we get 191, I'm like, I thought we might get nine. Do you know what, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It just genuinely, it blows me away. We couldn't do uh, a comment show without having a comment from Elaine. Now, Elaine Grosinger, thanks, Elaine. Elaine always sends us a little tip every week. She buys us a cup of coffee uh, every week, and we massively appreciate it. So from both of us, uh, bonjour and merci. Um, she says, uh, I also use Electrum Green. So that's, uh, you know, uh, one of our sponsors, Rob. He makes Electrum Green. All right, Rob. Hi, uh, Rob. And it does so well with the tiny script details. I've said loads of times, I think that is one of the strongest um, stencil fluids out there. It's ridiculous, it's, and it's really good. Um, difference is, I use uh, inkjet Epsom EcoTank and uh, really rub the fluid in, and she gets really crisp stencils for tiny details. And then she goes on to say, I will put a small video where you can see the stencil before I tattoo it. And that gave me an idea. So I really, really appreciate the offer. And then I was thinking, we've never reviewed the Epson EcoTank and we've never used it. We've looked at it and gone, I think it's more expensive than the Brother Method and all that yeah. sort of stuff, right? But I, I had a thought, like, what do you lot think about this? And comment down below, would you like to see on the channel either long-form or short-form review videos from uh, subscribers. So if you're a subscriber to the channel that you and you use a product that we don't and people are asking about it, you know, maybe we've reviewed a 3.5mm version of a machine and you've got the 45 and somebody's asking what it's like. Um, if you made a small review video, we could put it up on the channel and you could be a guest reviewer. They, they don't have to be really long yeah. and massively in-depth. As long as they're accurate and it's your opinion, then... Um, you know, and you, you, you don't F and Jeff like me and Chris do all over it. I can't see any problem with that. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to think about it a bit more, but I thought that'd be really interesting if if you guys start reviewing stuff as well, because then, you know, we might not be able to get hold of it or we might have reviewed it a long time ago. What do you think? Comment down below. Finally, because a lot of people have asked me about this, um, about this. a little while ago, uh, I, I said I was going to uh, put together a marketing course 
and hold it uh, as a seminar and invite people and you know we, we, we put together a you know like a limited edition tattoo machine and everything uh, and a lot of people have been asking about it you know I think the comment that caught my eye uh, was from uh, Beaker eight one one three, and it said, "Can I already apply for the core based on some stuff that's gone on with the channel and the uh, the slight change of direction that we're going to take?" Um, and because you know, like a lot of the early comments were like, "You know, how much is going to cost?" and I can't get to it. I live in a different country. It made me think that I'd really like to try and deliver it in a way that, in an ideal world, that you can all get it. And you can all get it for free. Now, I'm not sure if I can do that, but um, I might be able to get really close to it. So uh, for now, for all the people that are asking, yes, the marketing course is going to happen. Yes, you'll be able to do it, but probably not in person. What I'm probably going to do is film it like a kind of masterclass thing um, and then put it up in some way on the channel. More about that in January when we've had time to kind of figure out how this idea that we've got is going to work um, because uh, I don't want to be talking about it until I've had a chance to work out if our idea can even work. Uh, hopefully it will. And I think it'll be really, really great for the channel and really great for you guys. And we should be able to um, bring that kind of stuff to you for not a lot of money. So, um, because ideally I'd like it to be free information. All that's left to say uh, for this show is uh, that's the end of the show. Uh, this has been That Tattoo Show. I've been Paul. And I've been Chris. Uh, so tell the lawyer, tell the judge, tell the priest. Tell every one of you lot that you're fucking amazing and you blow, genuinely, you blow our minds when you do the stuff that you okay. do. You just, you really do. Hit like on the video, it, subs it subscribes to the channel. And uh, it like, maybe we can get 200, 300, who knows? Maybe we can release a Christmas single and have it number one. Uh, anything is possible with you, like, I think, to be honest with you. And with that, we'll see you next week. I hope this has been uh, at least a bit of fun and informative. I hope we've answered some of your questions. We wish we could answer more, but the more of you there is, the harder it gets. And with that, we'll see you next week, guys. Take care. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Bye.